Before we start this episode, I just want to give you guys a heads up to take a look at the show notes here. I've included some helpful information, some hints for the listeners, some hints for the podcast creators, and some links to how you can find me and how you can find one of my favorite techie gurus out here. Here we go. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. Hi, I hope you are doing great, everybody. I am so excited to release this particular episode. This is number six of my Techie Tuesday series here. Today, I'm releasing what is called a record with friends that the Anchor platform does make available to the content creators here. A lot of people use other tools to produce their content and then they just upload to Anchor and they rely on it to distribute. If you've been hanging out at the show for a while, you may realize I'm a Taurus. I'm very faithful. I'm very loyal, sometimes to my own detriment. That's right. I am considering changing the way I produce this show. But on this particular Techie Tuesday, I did want to go ahead and release this conversation. If you had a chance to listen last week to episode number five of the series here, I was talking with Gigi from Bright Beautiful World. She is in London. I am in Southern California. In today's show right now, I'm going to be releasing a conversation with Priestess Vanessa. She is in Australia. That's right. And in this particular conversation, the anchor tools aren't working very well, but I'm going to go ahead and release this episode anyway, kind of as a tacky example of what not to do sometimes. <laughs> Perhaps relying on anchor technology is the what not to do lesson today, but I think the content is kind of fun to listen to. You guys, we're talking about sex. We're talking about tantric sex. Priestess Vanessa specializes in helping people unlock their sexual power. So this conversation goes hand in hand with the theme that's coming up on this particular show about that second chakra, sexual libido, creativity, energy. So I hope you enjoy the conversation Despite the techie glitches, I want to apologize, but I also am taking this opportunity to show you what it's like here on Anchor. I do love the platform. I absolutely love it. I'll be talking soon about how to produce using other tools to make it a little better for the listener. You tell me, does this sound like good content to you? <laughs> the content's good. It's the production quality. That has much to be desired, but that's okay. Perfection isn't the goal, happiness is. So I hope that this conversation makes you happy. It is about 40 minutes long, so make yourself comfortable. And if you are not in the mood for talk of sex, please choose another episode. The titles are very clear. You can find meditations, all sorts of stuff here on the show. Watch out for the Wacky Wednesday episodes. Pay attention to the titles. I'm not bluffing. And by the way, I'm Maria, just in case you didn't catch that. <laughs> if you are a frequent visitor to the show here, thank you. Thank you so very much for your support, your encouragement. If you're new to the show, 
Hi, from whatever platform you are on. Here we go. Get ready. <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa. Vanessa? Hello from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. Hi, Vanessa. Everybody, you guys are listening to Strong Body, Strong Soul. My and I have my friend Vanessa on the phone from Australia. (laughs) So excited. Um, I'm so excited, Vanessa, to get your perspective on on our sexual energy. Now, everybody, Vanessa has an amazing Facebook group um, on Facebook. She's in Australia, but I've known her just through Facebook. Obviously, she's on the other side of the globe me. But I love our interaction that we've had Facebook group. And so I wanted to share some of her perspective here on Anchor with everybody. Um, right, so Vanessa, so what is it that you do? What is your Facebook connection. group about? Uh, because of pure fact, I'm all about connection, connection to yourself first and foremost, and what I what I call being soulfully selfish. Because we've demonised yes. being selfish, and <laughs> yes, there's what I call toxic selfishness, which serves no one. But there's also selfishness to put you first, which is needed and required and desired, so then you can be your fullest self and be who you need to be in this world sort of thing so you can really serve yourself and hence serve everyone else around you because it everything with tantra especially with uh, my tantric path i have learned everything everything comes back to self and if that's not right forget it so thing <laughs> yes yes no, no, Vanessa, so just in a, in a briefly, what is tantra? Ask 10 people, you'll get 10 definitions of tantra. I'm going to give you up front. So this is my personal definition, um, and it's based on my personal experiences. Now, I see it as a personal yes. development path that incorporates sex and sexuality. Instead of demonizing it, making it shameful, it actually encourages people to use that as part of personal development and knowing yourself, of course. So it's not about like just that. It's about incorporate yes. the spirituality with the sexuality, being your spiritual self as well as your sexual self. Yes, yes, I love that. It's just work on yourself, yes. and you make everyone around you yes. you help elevate uh, very much other so. people. Every time but you have to start I with feel yourself. Connected or out of sorts or out of whack or as people, some people say, out of alignment. I uh, it's just that I you know yeah I get frustrated, stressed, and all that sort of mm-hmm. business, and then that influences like just a simple example. I have a dog and cat at home. I don't have children. They're my children. (laughs) But I notice every time I'm a bit short (laughs) and I am frustrated or anything like that, I am at them is, yeah, it's about me being frustrated or something with myself that's out of whack. And as soon as I get reconnected to myself and I do what I call being soulfully selfish, fill my own love cup up and everything like that, I am so much more loving to them, so much more patient. So it's just my relationship with them is better. And hence, everyone else feels that too when I'm interacting with them as well. They can feel that I'm more 
calmer. Um, I'm not as well, edgy, but just better with uh, everyone and can accept them as such and accept life a bit better than getting slammed down by it so much. Right, right. Now, how do you explain like that? Well, you like you a could negative say that's, energy you know, that you, builds you up. Sleep and would you say? I, if you just don't honor yourself, like I'm big on sleep being very honoring. I, I have a little saying that sleep is sexy because for me, and I know for a lot of, well, I'm going to genderize this because it's linked to um, menstruation and everything, but a lot of women. If they don't honor themselves and get enough sleep, and especially when it's going into their moon time or during their moon time or menstruation, it really affects their libido. It really does. And so that's why sleep is sexy because I find mm-hmm. when I'm well rested, I'm a lot more easier to get turned on and be and not just about life, just, you know, even in the sexual realm, be able to be more juicy and more connected to myself in that way, sort of thing. So, yeah, that's why um, sleep and anything else that fills your love cup, for me it's touch, uh, not just self-touch, and I'm not just talking masturbation. I'm talking like other sort of self-touch as well, hugs, hugs and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like whatever your love – I'm big on knowing what your love languages are and, and filling into that sort of thing and getting those filled and then basically, yeah, you're able to – yeah, easily meet your own needs and then you're able to meet the needs of everyone else so much easier. So how so each person has yes. their own way yes. of what they need yes, in terms exactly. of affection, what exactly. kind of affection, how it is? Yeah. Okay. And what do you do when you're in a relationship well, with somebody that has a different like the five love requirements quiz? If no one's heard of it, really highly recommend it. It's free to do and you can just Google five love languages and it will allow you to get to know which love languages are your predominant mm-hmm. love languages. We're all made up of all five. None of them went we're not not made up of them. We're made up of all five. It's just like two or actually two or one will be predominant. And once you know that, then you're able to communicate and you can negotiate um, with each other, like how that will work sort of thing. So my big two is quality time and touch. So what I need from the other person is to hang out with them Mm -hmm. and spend time with them, but also for them to touch me. And it can be just um, hugs. It can be just, uh, it doesn't, just friendly touch. It doesn't necessarily have to be like really full on sort of things just for me to feel connected and feel like uh, my love cups needed and filled up. Whereas someone else might be language, might be words of affirmation, might want Mm -hmm. to hear how much they're valued, how much might will want to hear like, uh, you know, I enjoy hanging out with you. I like hanging out. I love you for this or whatever sort of thing. So, yeah, it gets, gets allows you to now know how to communicate mm-hmm. with the other person and that person will then know how to communicate their needs to you. And when they're feeling a little disconnected, you can go, right, I need to talk more or spend some time with this person or whatever that love language or love languages are sort of thing. And that and how's that linked into sex and sexuality guess what if you're disconnected you're disconnected it's a thing like it influences everything so yeah so it's a case of um even with sexuality Uh with touch i 
Now, this is where Tantra gets into all this, uh, is that with women, you start with the rest of the body. You do not, do not go straight for the yoni uh, sort of thing. And in Tantra, that's what the, uh, pardon my language, but pussy, vagina, that is called sort of thing. And for the men, actually start with their uh -huh. the lingam in uh, Tantra, and that's, uh, of course, Sanskrit or Tantric for their penis and all that, you actually do start with their crotch and then work their way out. It's just the way we're both made. So in Tantra, oh. what happens is they say the female needs to connect her heart to her yoni, whereas the man needs to connect his lingam to his heart. And hence the reason why we both work well together because the man's already got his um, lingam activated, his sexual chakra. He's got all that activated and potent so he can help activate and heal the woman because of it. And then the woman, because she, uh, generally speaking, this is all uh -huh. tantric concepts, has the heart chakra fine and dandy and then can allow the man to connect his lingam to his heart chakra and she, that's where she awakens him. And that's where the, uh, yeah, the working of the masculine and feminine with each other um, works together as well so, yeah yeah oh yeah. which makes sense with the yin and the yang kind of yeah, symbol they too they're opposing they're upside down to each other yeah yeah and they're, totally. they're, yes yeah. yes they fit together perfectly of course <laughs> huh. there's so many layers uh -huh. there's so many layers of tantra and that's just <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. Now, now, if anybody out here on um, on the radio waves wanted to find you, they can <laughs> find you on your. Um, now you're on Anchor. Now you're an Anchor person. They could so they could find Vanessa Brain, and, yep. and when I publish this call, they can find you if they have questions yep. or if they want to go check out your Facebook site. But let me ask you this too, because we were talking about this a little bit, um, an, another time, about. The idea of energy, yes, and let's that. talk about that idea mm -hmm. of consent mm. and invasion yes. of your space. Yes, yes. And the whole victim mm. role yeah. or the I, aggressor role sometimes. Oh, um, big. Like, that kind yeah, of, one of the big things yeah, talk about that um, for a minute. And always does for you, uh, like if, you're, if you start to explore it, is to really get to know yourself and far as your boundaries go. And know... And speak up. The most sexiest thing you can do mm -hmm. with your mouth, and this is another lady said this, and I totally agree with her, the most sexiest thing you can do with your mouth is communicate and talk about sex and your boundaries. And so even if yes. you think you don't know them, you will get to know them uh, through Tantra and other ways. And you sit there and you go, where are my hard no's? Where are my flexibilities? And the unhealthy boundaries and this is the thing we all we all are constantly it's always happening it doesn't stand still this by the way and where are you too open and where are you too closed and that's where unhealthy boundaries comes into it like are you too open about certain things you need to pull back a little and you know create some boundaries there and believe me i've had an incident that very physical incident in my life that right. showed me really open on that boundary you need to be a bit more closed off on that and then another one where you, uh, you're too closed off, where can you open up that boundary a bit more? So you can find that middle ground for yourself where you feel really good about that boundary. You can feel into it, feel good about that boundary and speak up about it. And that's the biggest thing. Speak up about it. You need to speak up. And for the other person right. checking in with someone, 
Um, I've been exploring uh, BDSM because of this, really learning into boundaries and speaking up about boundaries and being able to be heard and know that I'm safe to be heard for that boundary and safe to say that no. So I think, yeah. Yes. Well, right. Right. I, mm. I think using your communication is so valuable. And like what mm. you're just saying, I think sometimes people can be a little too open and be too verbal because I've met people who mm. make jokes about sex for an, all the time. Mm. And they're really closed up, mm-hmm. though, in their energy. They're too loud about it. And they're not taking it seriously almost. They're not really yes. discerning that sexual mm. energy. They're loud about it with their mouths, but they're not no, in their, well, in their energetic body. They're not being true to themselves. Around it for them. And that's okay. I, I will say this. That's okay yes. for them and that'll be their journey. And yes. Eventually, hopefully, they will eventually explore that and hopefully release some of that. But we've all, look, even me, I'm still, like, I've been doing it a little while now and explored a lot and gone deep with it and everything. And But there's still parts where I even have shame and taboo and stuff and I'm still learning to where and even then even then it's okay sometimes to have I here's the thing where boundaries and shame and taboo it all oh it all it's a very interesting complicated dance (laughs) because sometimes with sexuality yes yes look into something and you can go right I'm not quite comfortable with that and go, right, I'm going to put a boundary up for me around that. That's a hard no. But here's the thing. Don't make it shameful because someone might be expressing themselves that way and they might have to go through a journey with that in some way. It's like how people, if you say BDSM or something like that and getting whipped and that can be shameful and taboo for someone, right? And that could be a hard no for them. They just do not want to go down that way. And I respect right. that and that's good. They've spoken up about that. But they also got to realize it's people's journeys and they can't make it shameful for other people. That's okay for them to say hard no, I'm not going to go down there and that's my boundary. But at the same time, don't bring your hard no and make it shameful sort of thing on others sort of thing. So I get you on that. So they're projecting their shame and their taboo. They're being very rah-rah, but they're, yeah, trying to hide it or project it or whatever sort of thing, yeah. Right. But what, one thing that I've been exploring lately is just this, mm. the whole concept of when you judge other people, it comes back to yourself always. And so mm. I think from a sexual um, perspective, too, when you say no to something that you're definitely, mm. definitely never, 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 never going to do that thing. Yeah. And then down the line, yeah. you reconsider. Okay. It's so it's okay. It's okay. You Huge. have to forgive yourself. Huge. It's like self compassion, yes. too, and it comes full circle. It comes full circle in so many different um, realms of our being. And from a sexual standpoint, I talk about this mm-hmm. idea, and I because I have teenage children, so sometimes stuff is happening out mm-hmm. there in the world that does yeah. not yeah. seem appropriate for their yes. age yeah. right and we've ta- we've talked about this in the past but then how do you explain that when the adults 
Mm. Maybe my husband and I do those things. You don't know, but to a child, no, you, you know, you don't want to give your children that it. Yeah, shame either. Fine, very fine. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's too, a fine it's a line. Of, this is yeah. where if you work on yourself and you can tune in to your intuition, you can tune into yourself and everything and your body, it will give you the answers as well. It will always give you the answers of what's mm-hmm. right for you in yeah. the moment at that time because that's the other thing Tantra is big about is presence. Let's forget about the past. Let's not be in the future. Don't fu- what I call future mm-hmm. tripping. Don't be tripping about the future. Don't worry about the past. Be here. Be super present. Be here. Be now. Birthday. And that's what tantra, a lot of Tantra teachers also is the right. here and the now, not the past, not the present, not the, not the past, not the future. You've got to be here and now. And that's where the most potent, powerful connection can ha- happen is a here and now. And then, so that's all you can do is check in with yourself with the right. here and now. What's right. the most appropriate thing to do in the here and now? And that's do that. And if you change your mind, you change your mind. It's okay. You know, we all do. We're all growing. We're all constantly. Right. We're not, we don't, that's the one given in life is we're all constantly changing and growing and stuff and experiencing life. And so you, there's stuff now that I'll be like, wow, I thought I'd said never on that, but I've changed my mind on sort of thing. And it's just like, it's okay. It's totally okay. I was back then, it was a, it was a hard no. And now it's like a yes, that's so be it, you know? Mm. right and and vice versa maybe there's something in the past we've done we're like oh we would not do that again but it was appropriate at the time with that particular partner whatever the case may be but it's not okay now now i'm in a different spot in my life when you're in a relationship and you're needing and it's always okay with someone and stuff it's okay to say to them hey it's changed because i've done this and this you've or attended a workshop or gone to an event or something and you've done some you know self-exploration and then it yeah some sort of shift and things shifted change. it's okay. some sort of shift yeah and then you just got to be stand in your own power as such in that way right go, right i'm going to be safe i'm going to be fine to speak this truth about myself it might change this truth might change a week two weeks a year from now but right now in this moment this truth is true sort of thing so and We've just got to create that right, space for right. both of us. The men need it just as much as the women. We both want that safety of being able to not be shamed and not be, right. you know, t- shamed on for whatever oh. we're talking about and just the other person to hold space. That's the big word here, hold space. And if you can learn how to do that, it's such mm-hmm. a brilliant gift to give someone, friends, family, children, whoever, uh, lovers yes just be able to that hold space for them right and so they can be heard and witnessed and then seen how it's safe for them to express themselves yes mm-hmm. yes so you need to take care of yourself first yes. but then you need to show respect and space like you say to other people mm. and as and a partner as well because that's another thing from an energetic standpoint you can't let yourself go without that trust and respect yes exactly and that's that um, too exactly like tantra when they get into the sex and right? sexuality aspect of it it teaches you about how to be present with each other how to drop all the pardon my language but the crap 
basically how to drop the crap and be super present and in that moment and fully right. present and loving of each other. So then one, the woman can then dissolve and into surrender yes. and letting go. And then the man too as well does a version of that. But then there's that interplay um, in the sexual space of, of the woman receiving, the man giving. And then the woman can do the same. She can give to the man and the man receives and stuff, that whole interplay of the give and, uh, the give and get, I call it. So that, and it, it, sometimes the man is the giver right, right. and then sometimes it's the receiver. You know, it just depends on what's happening in that space. But, yeah, it, to get to that point, though, you have to be able to be present with yourself drop into yourself, be okay with yourself, connected to yourself, so then you can then allow the other person to be seen and be heard and then create that safe space for both you and the other. So, yeah. Right, uh, not, right. Yes, but they yeah, are coming you up. You do workshops, uh, right? It's a case of, uh, yeah, I'm on the Gold Coast, okay. actually. Okay, I'm yeah, and you're in Brisbane, anywhere. right? So Brisbane's my, the capital city. Uh, that's just an hour away from me, but I'm on the Gold Coast. However, okay. um, I am going to next year start looking into doing some, some things because there's definitely always room. There's always room to explore and stuff like that. And I've been stepping up into speaking a lot more about it. I'm definitely more online these days uh, and do, do a lot of online work. Yes, yeah, so I think because I am a yes. girl, that's my natural thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Perfect. No, because it, it really and truly I've been over the years just been kind of scared and shied away from social media in general because it's this big taboo bad thing. But I am really embracing it lately. I just really feel like it makes the world it a is. smaller place. It, it can is. be such a beautiful tool to connect. For, definitely. And I just... I'm, I really love it. I really love it. I'm really enjoying it here on Anchor Radio. And um, it's amazing to make friends yeah. across yeah. the world. And, I mean, you and I have been in touch through Facebook. But talking on the phone like this is so fun. And it's so fun to be able to publish this call so that other people on this radio exactly. station can eavesdrop exactly. on our conversation. That's what it's all about. So other people exactly. can learn and what, while we explore the topic. It's great. I've really it's stepped great. into this whole year. And the reason why the workshops is the next step is my biggest journey this whole year is me owning who I am and being who I am in all my fabulous weirdness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am just showing people. Yes, oh, yes, I'm yes. We're too. We're all weird. So whatevs. <laughs> we are. We all in this yes. thing. It's like the more yes. we're doing work yes. and yep. allowing people to be like men and women. I don't just, I don't, I'm actually very genderless with it because of my own sexuality is very, um, what I call pansexual. So I, I, I get turned on by the person, not so much who they are, if they're a man or woman. But anyway, what that means is right. also that the fact that because I work with men and women, I'm seeing lots of commonalities. I'm seeing a lot of stuff that they both share. Of course, there's differences, slight differences, of course, but there's so many commonalities. And I'm just like going, yeah, and it, me stepping up, I am Definitely. my journey and sharing it. I've known, I've seen how... So much over the year, lots of people have gotten lots out of it. So I think and learned about this and learned about that about themselves. So we've gone and experienced yes. this. Like I had a friend recently, actually, she commented 
when I started um, sharing more about my own personal exploration into BDSM and she, she realized, you know what, Vanessa, I'm so glad you did that because she now realized how she had actually some shame about me being such sexually expressive about uh, my sexuality and stuff like that. And she didn't think she did. She thought she was quite liberal. Yeah, she thought she was quite liberal. And it triggered her. It triggered her, yes. Shaming you for being so wanting to do that and express it and stuff. And I was just like, oh, uh, so, yeah, so that's what I mean. I know me sharing myself and my own journey, especially online, is helping so many people to question and explore and be given permission to explore and be themselves. And it's not for everyone. I totally get it. Not everyone wants to be like, you know, me and literally naked on the internet because like, if you see my, even my Instagram. (laughs) No, totally. You're very (laughs) modest about it. Uh, no, but on Facebook, it was like perfect. Did, you were so modest. Yes, it was perfect. But I wasn't, I was covered up. I was covering myself up because Facebook. Oh, I didn't but, see uh, that one. <laughs> I was like, because I had something to share. And right. I knew being physically naked, I was actually going to really push forward the statement that I was sharing a bit more, which was about people shaming themselves. Was it exactly like this? Like people quieting themselves and going shush right. because they're so afraid of the other's judgment. And that was like, I'm, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. It's what other people think of us that yeah. forces so many limitations on who we are. Everything. And that yes. goes across the gamut yes. of and, being and human. And being able to be like this on human. social media, yes. you and me yes. have this conversation. I get that not everyone could do that sort of thing because they're not at that space or that journey where they can take on the haters as such. And I I know people laugh at me and I might yes. know, have different opinions of me or think I don't know anything or like this. That's okay. That's their opinion. Well, I was, yeah, yeah, there are just, there are so many things Mm. out there, but I just love it that we can have a conversation like this. And now that you're on Anchor, we're going to talk more. Let's talk more another time because it's, it's great. I actually have to run right now, but I so appreciate your time (laughs) and, and now you're all official on here so we can call each other. (laughs) You put me on here and you'll, and it's a place where I can talk. Oh dear God, what have you done? (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect you're gonna love it you do not have you do not have to broadcast at all you can just like be sitting there it's fine do your own thing you do your facebook stuff but i have to say that last week i did a youtube video and i did an anchor broadcast at the very same time so that the people who could who prefer to listen while they're driving around in their car could hear me yes. and then the people who ah. like youtube better could see me interesting so i didn't have to repeat myself yes, twice definitely. so we'll play well, with that too we'll, we'll talk and we'll, and we'll uh, figure totally it out developed. better too. i am eventually because i'm just feeling i'm fine with periscope i started on periscope with the lives and now i'm doing facebook lives i'm just getting it feel into all the topics and everything and we'll eventually um, next year i'm doing more on youtube next year sort of thing i like to concentrate on one thing at a time as such so this year was Facebook. Next year will be a bit more YouTube. Right, sort of right. Well, it's just, 
Yes, it, it's brilliant. Thank you. But I'm Thank I'm you. so proud of you for using your voice. Thank you. I will take that compliment. You, you really well. are helping people. You really are. I, I see all you know all the uh, discussions on your Facebook yes. page and stuff. Yeah. Really and truly help people. And I love that. I love that. And and people exactly. through social media, they can be a little bit yeah. anonymous almost too. Even though it's yeah. so public, it's obviously the whole world can hear us. But at the same time, yes. it feels it people, feels people so anonymous. It's like you can really open not, up I won't really on it. know about it as such. It's like you can totally do it. No, you don't have to interact with me. With right. You do. <laughs> but you don't have to. You don't have to if you need. If yes, you yes, but it's not required. To watch it exactly. on the download, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, that's the whole reason why I'm public and I put everything yes. in public is because of pure. Yes, fact. I understand people are at different points and they might only need. They might have to do this on the download on the hush hush for, for because of their journey, and eventually they'll be able to get step into themselves a bit more and be right. like me and be all like, "Yo, this is who I am." <laughs> Right, right, right. The main thing is no judgment. And also somebody can watch your stuff Mm. now and think it's a little entertaining, odd or something. And then a year from now, it might click and they might realize maybe that would work for them too or whatever. But um, it's just awesome because anything like this, like me with teaching uh, chakra dhyana meditation, you with the tantric meditation no. and stuff, it's not like we're going around no, trying to this, convince people that this is what the they need yeah. in their life. That's not the point. We're trying to be loud so that people who exactly. will appreciate and, it and benefit and, will find definitely, us. Definitely, definitely. One of the big it's things an organic process. is that the push and pull and the how, um, yeah, in the giving and the receiving as such and yeah, you definitely it can't do too much push. And that's, once again, out of balance, out of alignment, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's a part where you have to let go. Yes. 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 Like, yes. We do this and we let go. And whoever needs to hear it, we'll hear it. Yep. Yep. Yes. Throwing seeds yeah. out there. That's My all. That's, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Bye. All right. I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. And okay, bye. Wow. I hope you guys had fun listening to that particular conversation. Thanks so much for staying with the show despite the techie glitches here. I want to apologize again for that audio quality. And stick around for another Techie Tuesday episode next week perhaps or sometime in the future here I'll be talking about other ways to interview people just so you know I did have a couple of follow-up interviews with Priestess Vanessa because I did get several messages in from listeners out there with follow-up questions and we did go to Facebook but I wasn't able to transfer the audio over to this particular platform so I don't have it here for you guys but I will be working on that in the future and I will be improving the quality of the interviews the sound quality I will be sharing other methods of recording in the future here now if you've been tuning into the show for a while you know that recently I went to go see Tony Robbins unleash the power within that was the title of this four-day workshop that I went to. One of the main things that he was talking about was taking advantage of proximity 
to people that are around you. Use the energy that's around you to make the world a better place. And I'm telling you what, Gigi in London, Priestess Vanessa in Australia, they obviously are not geographically near me. But these audio airwaves make it possible to connect with people all over the planet. So I love it. I love, love, love it. Thank you, Anchor, for making it possible. I'll be improving the quality here and figuring out how to coordinate within Anchor to make the best use of technology that I can. So thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys soon. I am Maria, just in case you forgot. <laughs>